That's some fucking great drum work going there by you and me. For the camera recording, fuck. Get us in. Well, in the words of Eddie Maguire, what a big week it has been in footy. Yeah, there was a bit going on. Wasn't there? There was ups, there was downs. Tell you what, I had a bit of a downer yesterday afternoon. Oh, mate, you're on suicide watch for a sec there. <laughs> I, re- I reckon that's the worst I have copped a loss since September 2017. What made it so hard? Well, three-point loss isn't exactly delightful, but uh, I was out... Having a lovely stroll with the girls, so I didn't get the pleasure of watching. Saw I think the it was just the lack of, or maybe lack of goals in the second half. Didn't help. <sighs> Fucking ten goals in the third quarter, uh, in the second quarter, and then you roll on and from sixteen entries, sixteen forward fifties, or inside fifties. That was, was uh, that was you down, being uh, the, the crows, but uh, the up for that game was. As Dwayne Russell's calling and Riley Phil Thorpe, <laughs> I say that with a mouthful of fucking uh, jalapeno Shatters. peppers. <laughs> Riley Phil Thorpe, like, um, but five goals on debut. Now I, I, I was not exactly critical, but I was sitting there thinking, have we picked the right guy when we did? Um, I believe I listened to the episode, <laughs> listened to what I said today, just to go back on it, and I said we didn't want Mister Nice Guy. We want a guy that just goes bang. But shit, he, he, he didn't get goals from the goal lines. They weren't gifted. He's taken a huge contested grab at the end. Um, really good contest, mate. Just to... I, I didn't come, but I was I was quite hard when I watched that. Uh, seeing a, a key forward go out there in his debut. And they were, they were all different. The little, the little snap around the defender for his second goal. Um, it's good seeing these young, these young forwards... Coming through, like you've got Mackay at, at Carlton's kicking six. You've got Geordie Artis is starting to really get going at Can port. play. You've got Tilthorpe that's just rolled in and gone, right, I'm going to kick five on debut. We've got the next generation of forwards coming through that we've probably been wanting for the last what, three or four years. And, and this year's, uh, or this week's uh, Rookie of the Year nomination? Kaczynski. Oh, um, Kaczynski. Thought he was a halfback flanker. When you saw a Kaczynski um, come into the AFL again, you'd think, you wouldn't see that name bobbing up again in AFL in the next 10 or 15 years. And he's a Jay, Jay Kaczynski. He's too. They are cousins. Are they? Yeah. Oh, well, fuck, I look like a fucking Minder. Thanks, champ. Oh, I, th- I, I thought you knew that. No, it's just like when I said, oh, geez, that ma- that Mackay at, uh, at Carlton, <laughs> him and his brother, geez, they look like, they look bloody similar. You're like, ah, they're fucking twins, you dipshit. <laughs> I was like, oh. <laughs> So it's probably why they look fucking alike. Um, yeah, well, the, the the juniors are coming through, and um, it's good. Uh, the 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 biggest talk of the week um, we spoke about it uh, personally during the week was the build up to Anzac Day, and there was probably more more talk, more hype around the uh, the Richmond Melbourne game, and uh, delivered a good game. But really, after quarter time, Melbourne strangled the shit out of Richmond. <laughs> Um, I'm, I'm still shocked. Well, they had they, they had that pressure there in the first quarter, but they leaked a couple of goals, um, and uh, looked like it was just going to be a maybe a back and forth. But then they just went, "Well, we're going to strangle the shit out it's here." And absolutely smothered. The them. first time I've seen a Richmond side probably crack in that last quarter with uh, 
with Mansell. Shea Bolton. Shea Bolton going, going at Pickett and Cozzy's kicked the goal and just going, suck on these eggs, boys. <laughs> it was... Uh, it was good to see the, the Melbourne side go forward and have their big victory. So it's six and zero. There's a, there's a lot of um, there's a lot of uh, places in in the snow in Victoria, New South Wales that have copped it badly during been, COVID been last year. Hemorrhaging for twelve months. Hemorrhaging, and they've ain't, seen that. Ain't gonna get us. <laughs> ain't gonna get a season this year. They've seen six and zero and gone. Fuck. <laughs> We're gonna go bankrupt because. The ski plans have been put on hold, I would have thought. And uh, Robbo and uh, Jared tonight were sitting there saying, well, they could be 10 and 0. And looking at the four they got coming up. And if, but if Bulldogs win, which I reckon they will against uh, Richmond this week because Richmond's got Dusty out. They've, uh, and Bulldogs are fucking hot to trot at the moment. They could well go in at, at 10 and 0. And uh, our little game that we're going over to could be... Two undefeated sides going for top spot, uh, Melbourne and Bulldogs in, in round ten and eleven. So, big big uh, big couple of months of footy coming up. But uh, there was some there was uh, some big stories this weekend. But there was some absolute carnage. There was some carnage in the injury front. You had Mitch Robinson get looked like he got oh. hit with a bit of two by four in the face. You had um, uh, Lockie Neal spit it at the umpire saying, oh, "Look, we fucking I got hit." Nah, mate, you got. <laughs> You got Eddie Betts' only kick of the day, and that was his foot to your head. Um, but uh, Dunkley did his shoulder, um, and, and Neil's out with an ankle now for two months. Came back on and did it again. Came back on, popped it out. Oh, Lin Jong. Oh, that poor bastard's that, worked his ass off. That, um, that looked real nasty because it was... Well, he's... Uh, <laughs> to be honest, I thought he was D-list. I didn't realise he was still on the doggy oh, list. I must admit, when he lined up... I and then when he went down injured shot. again, I thought, oh, fuck, that's, uh, that's a kick to the groin. If you and, and that Tim English knee to the head, <laughs> friendly fire knee to the head. That, I, want, uh, I, want, I want to splice a video together with uh, the old UFC commentator. It was right on the button. <laughs> like it, it literally was a knee to the... It was a savage knee to the jaw. So he'll be out this next week and... Um, Due to concussion rule, and that's going to rule out uh, big dust eye as well. Concussion rule, so he got subbed out for concussion. Yeah. So he'll be out uh, against the doggies too. Carnage. That was a bit of carnage. But um, entertaining weekend of footy. Um, we spoke. Earlier, obviously, we started off with the D's, but the whole Anzac Day. Um, Weekend, uh, you had the Anzac Day Eve, then you had the the um, Collingwood Essendon game, which was always going to be big. Um, but I don't know. I, I haven't spoken about this, but I was looking at that, thinking, "Geez, wouldn't the Collingwood uh, and Essendon game? Imagine a night Anzac Day game. So everyone does their Anzac Day stuff during the day, then you have it at night." Um, Traditionalists, oh no, but it's always during the day. Well, they've only been playing it since 1995. Five, so suck eggs. On Fox um, this afternoon, that was someone going, Oh, yeah, we know that it's steeped in tradition. And I'm like, It's been going for a hundred years. Like, <laughs> it's, um, I only saw a little bit of the game to be honest, but the little bits I did see, I know you said it didn't make much for you, but the Guernsey clash for me was hard to, uh, when it was in the quick contested 
inside stuff. Yeah, I was uh, struggling a little bit myself on TV. Someone who who was the home team? Uh, Carl, uh, Collingwood. Collingwood were. Well, Essen had white shorts on, didn't they? Yeah, but that doesn't always mean. Yeah. Who knows in those games? I heard someone say today, oh, you know, and it didn't help that Essen were wearing white shorts, but but Collingwood should have been in white. Should have had a white jumper. It's like, but you've just said Essen wear a white shorts. So, so what are you talking about? Like for a side that's always said they're never changing their Guernsey, they <laughs> changed it to the point where fucking it was grey and black mm. versus red and black. Wasn't the best to watch, but I don't know what other people thought. I'm willing to offer my services to Gill, and I'll just tell teams what they have to wear because it's not that fucking hard. You're going to just offer these services? Yeah, I'll do it for free. Well, that's not something I think they'd pay you for, but... Well, they're clearly not paying anyone to do it now. Oh, they are. Well... It's just... (laughs) (laughs) Well, the first thing they need to do is get the umpire's colours sorts out and get them in one colour. Same colour shorts, same colour fucking socks, same colour shirt. You know what would be good? Probably what they had for 80 years. Oh, White. Oh, who would have thought? <laughs> who would have thought white with uh, with all the colour that we had? Um, the only time they should really be having to change their colours themselves is if it's maybe Sydney, Geelong, when they've got white shorts on. Fucking move on. But, uh, yeah, it's uh, speaking of the pies, um, the great man's under a bit of pump, uh, under the pump, under a bit of pressure. Old Bucks. They've gone one and five. They're sitting in seventeenth, um, and they're coming for him. The media had had a few people they had listed as under pressure, and uh, Simon's moved out of that category, and it's left poor Bucks there on his own, and he is copying it from all angles. Um, they're talking about uh, him stepping aside. Oh, he should step aside. Sorry, I'm. I can't understand how a guy that's taking you to a grand final, two prelims, and a semi last year. All of a sudden, can't coach. His cattle isn't exactly and wagyu beef at the moment. They, they've given away their bet. They've given away their best midfielder. And they started with three goals yesterday. They kicked the first three of the game. Collingwood. Yeah. Fuck. So it just shows you how quickly the media, is, the media itself as well, will put people as under pressure, not under pressure. After his very first game of football that he coached ever, Ben Rutten, they, they were at him. Get him off the bench. This is ridiculous. He shouldn't be sitting on the bench. Now they've won a few games. So I haven't heard any. <laughs> haven't heard any Ben no, Rutten no can't mention. coach talk. Or, or Ben Rutten shouldn't be on the bench. Yeah, seems to be working at the moment. But that's the uh, the nature of the beast. Um, they've always got to have someone in the gun. But uh, yeah, the the Collingwood guys. Uh, they're, they're, well, they've just got their new president who's come out saying that uh, someone else's job to sack bucks. <laughs> it's on new champ to, to Graham Wright and he's going out saying, I don't know what the fuck you're That's talking the about. first That's, I've heard of That's it. news to me. So um, I think the issues at Collingwood, yeah. are, 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 there's a lot more issues there than Buckley, I'll tell you right now. And the first issue with the new president, it's not your fucking job to be talking to the media saying whose job it is to be either recontracting or getting rid of the coach. Imagine Eddie Maguire sitting back right now. He'd be, he'd be watching him going, oh, 
what are you doing, mate? That's the first time I've ever heard a Collingwood president say something silly in the media. <laughs> He'd be thinking, fucking idiot, mate. I'm, I'm out there giving King Kong calls and you're out there talking about contracts. Like, for fuck's sake, Eddie Maguire wouldn't, wouldn't be liking it right now. Uh, to say pre-game, oh, we can still win finals and that's what we'll be judged on. And then he said it. And then said it again today. And it's like, mate, and then won't make finals. Then the biggest thing they're, they're hammering um, Buckley on tonight was they don't know where. Darcy Moore doesn't know where he's playing. Is he playing forward? Is he playing back? Well, they don't have any forwards, so he has to go forward. That, that's what you have to... If he left him in the defence, they'd be screaming black and blue that they haven't sent him forward yet. So, fuck. And Darcy Moore does know where he's playing because he co- his coach tells him every fucking week. Well, it's, uh, they don't have a real forward line function at the moment. Brody Mychek's dropped off a bit. He was he was good the last couple of years, but they they based themselves around the Yank, and he's I'm not his biggest fan, the old uh, American uh, Coxie, but he's he's, he's bound to two. Clearly, playing. should be in the team. Well, he's probably coming in now, wouldn't he? Because you've got uh, should have never gone out. You reckon? Well, you reckon three or four kicks a game's good? Is and no, and like one goal. His stats were stacking up pretty well against the likes of Dixon. Really? Yep. If you just pulled that out of thin air, no. you fucking have, haven't you? No. I'm gonna fact find. You can fucking look it up, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of the big dick, where did he? Where did he go last night? Dixon did. Uh. I don't know. Ollie Wines are in a rot there. Well, we'll get to Port Adelaide. We'll get to Port Adelaide later because they're hot at the moment. Um, they've they've gone and beaten Richmond. Now they've belted uh, belted um, a, a star side in St Kilda. Your man Brad Hill was good again. Stop calling him my man. Right. I'm just the. I'm just that that conspiracy theorist that got everyone woke on him. All right? You you were just a bloke that worked out twelve months ago that uh, he wasn't worth what what they were paying him. But he never was. And, and do you know what? I, I when these players who aren't probably worth what they're worth go out and get um, get the money that's been offered to them. So today, Robbo wrote an article on uh, Tom Lynch, a million dollars to do nothing. Well, the last couple of years, he weren't really saying that. Um, now, now it's all about his wage. So, uh, take wage out of it. Probably not playing good footy, but it, it shouldn't be saying just because he's a million dollar player, you're going to hammer him. Who gives us stuff how Richmond played this time of year? That's what this time of year last year, I said they couldn't couldn't make the uh, couldn't win the flag, and couldn't no no couldn't make the grand final. You said. Oh. Not only did they make it, they won it. So you're. A oh, fan. it didn't notice. Um, <laughs> the uh, the the biggest. I'll I'll, uh, I'll call me Jets on a call like that this year, though. We'll, we'll, we'll review our calls later because we we did make some calls earlier on in in January. January twenty fifth was our first one of the year. We made some predictions, so we'll get to them later. So that we, we'll do a little bit of re- a review of our preview and see. Either how stupid we are or how good we are, but um, our big, the big dicko, K 
kicked two last night from 11 possessions. And how many cocks get? The cocks didn't play. Oh, well, <laughs> fuck, your, your argument's dead in the water then. Well, you can't count his stats if he's not in the team. I rest my case. Of course he can't. It means he's fucking no good. Go back to his last game then. Before he got dropped. Because I'll tell you what the stats were. They were... You reckon shit. Jared Healy's lost it? Fucking turn it oh, up. Oh, don't worry. Jared Healy's in the scope later on too. Because that guy is like a geriatric uh, old fart that's forgot to have his medicine in the psych ward and just babbles on bullshit that no one knows what he's talking about. Mason Cox last game kicked two goals, one from 12 possessions. Bullshit. Oh, well. He beat Dixon on an off night. Dixon's got other blokes up forward to help him. Yeah, but this guy got dropped for that performance. <laughs> stiff. Get it? He'd be very stiff. What, but Dixon or let, Cox? Let, let's move on from the, the train wreck of Collingwood. Because um, there's another train wreck in town. Well, oh. it's, just, it's just left town. It's just left uh, Geelong, GMHBA. Oh, I thought you were talking about something else. No, nah, we'll get to that one later. Uh, but West Coast um, have made Geelong look like a premiership contender again. What yeah. happened? <sighs> Fuck knows. They've gone down there and just copped an absolute fucking pasting by um, a side which is... Well, they they look like they were very flat the first five games. They fell over the line against Brisbane... They fell over the line against... Who else did they beat by a couple of points? Well, Geelong, they weren't convincing against North Melbourne last week. Nah. So, so I thought this this is, this is a game where West Coast could probably go down here and pinch this. And they've got absolutely belted. The first score that I saw, I'm like, what? <laughs> what's happening? So what's going on like, down there at Geelong? The, the, <laughs> they were saying that the, the biggest... Uh, the big recruit dominated. He kicked three. He was good. <laughs> But for Jeremy Cameron, um, his after-match interview said he had never run around and had be, had tingles on the back of his neck due to the crowd and all this and that. I sat back and thought, that's a bit odd, seeing as you've, like you said, played in a GF. But then every other game he's played in Western Sydney, where he's probably had eight, 9,000 there, so the raw, and it's eight or 9,000 people who really probably don't know what the fuck's going on anyway. Oh, more a murmur. Good, good goal by that guy <laughs> that I support. Um, but then you go down to Geelong, and you've got what, 35,000, 40,000 in there? 35,000? Yeah. Every one of them Geelong supporters going berserk. And that's what he's actually probably sat there and gone, holy oh. shit, this is what I was meant this to feel right. as an AFL player yeah. when I got drafted. So, yeah, I got an I don't have any gripe with people leaving Gold Coast or. Or GWS after doing their their stints there because they deserve to have have that real AFL feeling that and, a lot of and he, players do. And he well and truly did his stint there. Like, oh he, fuck yeah, he signed a few times. Like, and he's a, he's a how old is he? Twenty eight. Yeah. Did they give him a four or five year deal? What at the Cats? I think they did. Gee whiz. It might have been a five-year deal because they, GWS matched it. So, but it's it's good to see that the big uh, Jezza out getting his first, first kick in, first kick on uh, 
Cardinia Shell Stadium, whatever they're calling it these days. Simmons? No, GMHBA. Sorry? Fantasy Stadium. GMHBA. Oh, GMHBA. Yep. Yeah, I thought you said the other one. Um, <laughs> the uh, Geelong's gone out and um, has torn them apart and have jumped into the four. So my... <laughs> My side bet for the year of Geelong not making the eight. All of a sudden, my sphincters just started pulsing a bit because uh, they're in the four. Didn't they? They're, they're not meant to be in the eight in my bet. So didn't, didn't need that percentage. But I know that because uh, West Coast was such a low score, their percentage has gone from about ninety three to one hundred and thirty. <laughs> so yeah, that's that's fucked everything up. But um, the Geelong Cats, uh, they've got a decent run ahead, I think, too. So they could go on a run. Um, and get get humming before the end of the, before the end of the year, which I really hope they don't. But um, the Lions, I, the, the reason why I say the Lions is this was your bet. This was your pick for the premiers. They don't seem to be. They got some work to do. Living up to the hype, they're, they're getting the job done in a couple. That they've just lost the uh, Brownlow medalist. medalist for two months. With what was his injury? Ankle. Just just a rolled ankle, or snismosis that no one heard of a couple of years ago, and all of a sudden every prick's got. Yeah. It's like it's like, it's like f- uh, fucking um, osteitis pubis. Remember when that was going around? Mm. Osteitis pubis oh, is out with OP for eight weeks. When was the last time you saw on an injury list osteitis pubis listed anymore? Fucking it's a reasonable question. Yeah. Oh shit! Where's where's it? This bloke? I don't know. He's out with OP. Nah. Or, or they no just got OP anymore? Or are they just back to calling it a groin strain a groin, again? A groin injury, or fuckers fuckers hip, or something like that? Because osteitis pubis is uh, is dead in the water, and syndesmosis mobosis that'll be that'll be flavour of the month. That'll be gone in a year or something too. But um, yeah, OP's dead. You gonna say something? OP is dead. Yeah, it's gone. It's not. It's not even an injury anymore. She's gone. They've cured it. They've cured it. A bit like the Rona. <laughs> we'll be looking back in a couple of years saying, "What's the Rona?" <laughs> Doubt it. <laughs> Doubt it. Here's a little bit of trivia for you. Not even footy related. You know the Spanish flu? Yes. Never disappeared. We still get it now. Just evolved into normal influenza. Get it right. A B D C. BC, whatever. Espanol. Espanol. So the Spanish flu, which wiped out 50 million, never disappeared, just became the flu. So maybe Corona will just become... The Rona. The Rona. (laughs) Speaking of of Ronas and people getting back to normal, we seem to be getting back to normal here and every now and then some fuckwit gets out of a uh, hotel quarantine and causes a state to shut down, but... On the, on the weekend, uh, was UFC held the first uh, live event with full crowds at 15,000 in the stadium. Where were, where were they? Florida, Jacksonville. And uh, I looked on the Rona stats. Is that where Florida is <laughs> in America? Yeah, down the bottom. No, do it. <laughs> the second highest corona, oh, sorry. coronavirus sorry. area in America. I meant geographically. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, you passed geography, but uh, yeah. So they 
had 15,000 in there. There's no mask mandate, nothing. So they, they've gone, fuck it, we're going back to normal whether it's here or not. Right. It'll be interesting to see if uh, anything comes out of there on the weekend. But, uh, yeah, 15,000, screaming, drunk, good event. Not that you give a fuck, but it was fantastic. <laughs> Uh, but that leads me over to uh, eighty thousand almost at the G on. Luckily, on, on Sunday. Lucky for them, Mark McGowan's not the governor of Florida. <laughs> well, they've gone from didn't they have forty or forty five thousand the week before Optus to nothing, zero. I ch- I turned it over to watch the game. Freer North Melbourne. Now, no one would normally do that anyway, because who the fuck wants to watch that game? But I turned it over just to just to see what it was like with no crowd again. I listened to it for about a minute and I just started having awful flashbacks to last year and watching games where I was like, this is fucked, this isn't footy. And before I was about to vomit or smash my head against the wall, I changed the channel back to a game with a crowd uh, and that was Richmond and Melbourne. So It just it, it looked and sounded just... I don't know if anyone else out there watching it watched a little bit of it and just thought, no, nah, this is reminding me of last year. I can't watch this. This is this is horrible. I'm turning not, it not, off. Not a bad one to change over to. I mean, change from or to? Two. Yeah. The, uh, I don't think I've ever heard a Melbourne crowd like that. Oh, mate, the, the, the Melbourne faithful, it's... The lid is off. <gasps> off? And the... They're just gonna just gotta be careful a bit. That sports bet has gone well. <laughs> we're, we're gonna pay out Melbourne to win the premiership. So me being a, uh, a staunch supporter, family supporter of Simon, <laughs> I put money on, and on uh, on Sunday morning I was like, oh, I might, might do a little ten dollar multi on the, on the UFC. It's like, what the fuck is this money in my account? I might. Did I do a same game multi last night that I thought was done and the legs got up? Nah, and I went and scrolled through my list and there's no payouts. I'm like, look at the transactions. It says, yeah, money from uh, the Melbourne one. And I was like, what is going on here? And then it flashed up on the screen. You've got a, a payout, <laughs> early payout. Six games in, they paid out the premiership. Then again, to be honest, with the odds they were at, obviously there wasn't a heap of money. Coming for them to win the flag, but smart marketing. Great marketing. Because it was on, like you said, it was on quite a few sports programs today. And and whatever they paid out would be about a tenth of what it would cost to advertise during those news hours. Oh, fuck yeah. Well, the it's like when they paid out on Judd to win the Brownlow and he didn't do it and Swan won. They were like, oh, you dickheads. They paid out on the government... Um, Labour to win. And Liberal just came in and went, we'll take this victory. But the money that they paid out, apparently someone, oh, where did I read it the other week? I'm going to try and find it. Something between 75 to 80% of the money paid out for winners, they kept in their account and bet with again. If they had won that on the night, they would have probably withdrawn it. But because you've yeah. been paid out, you're more inclined to gamble it again. So... They don't pay. They don't pay them out for nothing. They, there's a there's a method to their madness. So, well played, sports bet. Mm. Oh, we drew mine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I left a bit in there to go on Petrarca because 
he could well be on 18 votes right now. Can you explain to me what expected score is? What the fuck are you on about? Oh. Expected score. I read a tweet out here. On expected score, Carlton beat Port Adelaide and only lost to Brisbane by two goals while missing most of their first-choice forward line, particularly the smalls. Isn't Teague right to be at least a bit optimistic? So you've absolutely... I've got absolutely no idea what expected score is. Did you do any homework on it before the show to give us and the listeners any answer to your question you've just raised? No, because I thought you were the fucking oracle and you'd be able to answer my question. You're the fucking, you have no idea. You're the footy meat, Ed. Well, anyone at home, if you know what expected score is, if it's some sort of punting um, betting line you can bet on, let us know because Danny and me have got no idea. I didn't even know what it was beforehand, but it seems that Carlton has done the number this week. <laughs> They've got their expected score. Uh, but yeah, th- thanks for that uh, that little one there, Danny. Well done. Yeah, thanks for not being able to answer a question. <laughs> the uh, another thing out of the Anzac Day <laughs> game that oh, we should have brought up earlier. Um, if you've got a job to present a best on ground medal, you've got one job. You just need to say the name of the medal and the name of the recipient. So when you get up there in your big yellow, your big voice, and you say this. In honour of so-and-so, the winner is... Oh, no one's told me the winner. Probably I really need to know the winner. Probably have the winner in your hand before you announce it. Or at least someone tell you. Or do a Ross Glenn Denning and just make up your own fucking winner. (laughs) But don't say, I don't know. Someone tell me. I should know. Petrarca! Petrarca. <laughs> it's Petrarca. That was fucking embarrassing. And it, it, the guy who wins it walks up there feeling like a right real fuckwit too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I guess I've won it. Seems a, seems a few have come to her defence though. A few in the media. Of course they have. They fucking... <laughs> if any one of them fucks up, they all get around them. Hey, 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 it's not her fault. Dwayne Russell said, oh, I don't reckon I would have been as cool and calm in that situation or... You know, she handled it really well. Firstly, I don't even know who she is. Never heard of her. Oh, oh, oh sorry, we, it's 2021. I can't say her. I don't know if she, she uh, recognises as a her. Never so. heard of them. Yes, never heard of that individual. Um, they, there's two people here that are fucked up. One herself. Yep. you got to know what you're up there saying, surely. Number two, the producer, whoever's running the yeah. show. Tell her the fucking winner before she's out there. Write her on a piece of paper. Point to the cunt that won it. Don't walk out there with no idea. Don't cue to me before you've told me the winner. Can you imagine she walks back to the producer and goes, um, why didn't you tell me? He's like, look on the other side of the fucking bit of paper I gave you, you dipshit. <laughs> oh, Petraka. <laughs> Uh, they were saying in that <laughs> they said by the time most media people or announcers retire that they've done some sort of blunder. And they were like, but I think this is pretty early in this bird's career. <laughs> Poor lass. She stuffed up. Um, but you know what? We move on. We've all had stuff ups. Um, Sandy Roberts. Sandy Roberts? Yeah. What was his? Sandy Roberts at the races at Mount Gambier one day. 
<laughs> Where's this coming from? I've it was like, this one. and I don't know whether it, whether it was fashion and fashion on the field or something, and he was presenting it or announcing it over the PA, and I forget whether the girl's name was Natalie Dick or Natalie Cock, but but <laughs> he but he said the op he said the opposite. <laughs> I did see that it was on. Um, oh, it was on somewhere. A, Couple of years ago, I saw on TV they replayed it. Or when he retired. Oh, is that when they did it? Yeah, I think so. What about the other <laughs> the other one? Was it Chapel? When at Adelaide Oval, they were zooming in on a wedding at the church <laughs> behind, and <laughs> it was an Asian verse. And he said, "Oh, like he didn't think he was on air. Oh, male order bride there, if I've ever seen one. Ian, you're on air. How <laughs> <laughs> did he come back from that?" Oh, ladies and gentlemen, I was... And that's a bloody long time ago and he was still... <laughs> well, if that was 2021, he'd be he'd be uh, yelled out of the country and uh, told to go live on Nauru and not ever broadcast again. Nauru. Nauru. That's where all the all the commentators go to die. <laughs> hey, um, um, Stephen May, has he got enough credit for coming back when he did? Nope. Absolutely not, because you could still see his eye was puffed up. And, like, from a mile away, look, you could see it and on the footage. At one, at one point, he was running back with the fly. I think he dove and punched it. Like, didn't even flinch. This is a guy who got uh, his eye socket put together ten, 10 days earlier or something. Um, yeah, not enough credit for him at all. Um, there was one more last bit about Melbourne, because this is a bit of a wank fest on Melbourne at the moment, but... We were talking about it on the night. Luke Jackson. Doesn't hasn't mm. he just added an extra bit of spice that's hard for people to deal with? He goes in the ruck, he gives Gorney a chop out, then goes forward and kicks two and below his knees for a ruckman. I tell you what, Brilliant. in twelve months. If that, if that's what someone like uh, Tilthorpe can get to. So if he's but is Tilthorpe gonna be a ruckman forward or is he gonna be a permanent forward? That's what I think you need to the Adelaide need to make their choice on now. Because there's nothing worse for a key forward than going to the ruck than getting kneed in the ribs, kneed in the knee, and then go forward and try and be a competitive forward. Um, either make him a permanent forward. Because Jenkins, that's probably why Jenkins couldn't crash a pack because he was getting hit in the ruck so much. <laughs> oh, I'm not making excuses poor, for poor him. Poor Josh. Um, yeah, he, uh, Luke Jackson looking really good. Um, Even on. Um even yesterday, though, he didn't... Uh, Tex was still doing the rucking in the forward 50. Was he? Yep. Well, that's that's even better than that. They've obviously made a bit of a conscious decision that, no, he's not going to be a ruck forward. He's going to be a... Or, and, but he might be a ruck forward, but, but that might be in in two years' time. Um, we're talking about ruckman. Um Going back to the St Kilda game, we're chopping and changing between different games. If, if it's annoying you while you're listening, I don't give a Get fuck. Get over it. I don't give a fuck. Um, but uh, St Kilda last year, they've gone from plus 17 in clearances to was it minus 18 this year. Mm. The deficit's massive. And they're sitting there saying, oh, they've got to win the midfield. Sorry, but Ryan Marshall's been back for, what, one week? No Paddy Ryder? No Ryder so far. So the importance on Ruckman, which at the start of the year people were saying, oh, the Ruckman could be, well, in dream team land anyway, oh, the Ruckman could be dead. Well, no, nah, they're showing how important 
the Ruckman is to give you first hands. Um, I reckon it was Buckley who said, hit outs don't really mean much. Remember when Grundy had yeah. like 55 hit outs? Yeah. Go tell that to the St Kilda boys who can't get their hands on the footy because uh, the opposition Ruckman are putting it down the throats when, of When Buckley else. said that though, um, Grundy had had 55 or 6 hit outs and Collingwood hardly had a clearance. Got, got mauled. So, well, the uh, there's one, there's a couple of games we'll get to now, which uh, haven't got much. Probably hasn't. They haven't got much attention in the media this week. Um, Gold Coast absolutely gave Sydney a pasting. Yeah, they they never looked like losing, and they went out there and after getting belted last week. Really embarrassed in that first half against the the doggies. They've gone. Well, we're just gonna we're gonna completely turn around and do the opposite. And whatever we fucked up on, they worked on during the week. And it's a massive turnaround. <sighs> like they've gone up against someone who's they're, they're touting Sydney to be a top four, which I still I don't believe the hype on Sydney. I reckon they've just been good early. Um, but Gold Coast, they've uh, they've come back and given belting. Stewie Jew, obviously. He's good with the players. There's something there that he's managed to spark out of him in a week. Massive by Gold Coast. Um, what do you think? We we seem to agree on uh, stuff too much here, but I'm going to see where you sit with this one. Uh, for me, one of the most underrated players in the AFL right now is uh, the old Thailand uh, Thailand taxi Tuk Tuk Miller. Yeah, I like Tuk Miller. You have a look at old Tuk Tuk's stats. He's absolutely getting plenty of it and using it. I forget everywhere. who it was, a senior senior player at Gold Coast a couple of years ago. And and in a... Uh, no, nah, Tuk Tuk spat the chewy when um, Lynch announced he was leaving to go to Gold Coast. Remember? Is that what it was? Yeah. I think he said this is fucked... Fuck off then. Get out of here. Yeah, like, just, you just gave him You don't want to be here, fuck off. Yeah. And at the time, he was copping at the media going, oh, it was very disrespectful f- to say that to a founding founding member or something. He was like, no, fuck you. Either with, with us or against us. And I reckon that's showing at the moment. Is, is he the captain or was it Swallow? I think it's Swallow. I actually don't know. Or Spitz, I don't know, one of them. Um Gave me nothing on that. I thought that was a, all right. No, it took me all was good. No, I said spits or swallows. Yeah, I treated it with contempt it deserved. <laughs> <laughs> Go fish yourself. Um, yeah, Tuk Tuk, he's up there. And obviously Duncan is one of the most underrated players in the AFL. How's a barrel? You know what? You know what made that barrel better? The commentary. Yeah. And then Howie. And Howie. Old... Uh, Old Howie Games, brilliant commentary, but she did a bit of anticlimactical on the line when they got to the review and said, uh, "Hold on, let's 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 review this." And they didn't know it was a goal until he was having halfway through his halftime interview. It's like, "Ah, oh, yeah, it's a goal. You're guilty." It was it was called a behind. <laughs> oh, we're just seeing up on the screen here the uh, fucking debacle of the Adelaide Crows with um, the Grinch Lynch. Um, and that's only that's only some of the debacle. Well, this what? is. is uh, can we rewind that? 
No, I can't. Sorry. Um, Tim Cook, yeah. my, my old physio. Um, I think he just got caught completely scratching his balls um, <laughs> on the on, on the locker cam. Then <laughs> have to go back and find that and let him know. <laughs> but back to that pressing issue. What the fuck did Adelaide handle that? It's absolute fucking disgrace, and only made worse by the coach's explanation of it today. That it was planned. We planned to fuck the thing up. We planned to spend fucking half an hour getting the prick ready when it's scores level in the last quarter. And he said, it's on the data we've looked at. Um, Teams take 10 to 15 minutes to get the player on anyway. That's if they're concussed and they have to do the concussion test. When you saw butts coming off the field in in the arms of two trainers and couldn't walk, that's when you... Yeah, emergency injury. Or, or emergency. Will Hamill even. Oh, horror shit! I better, I better go do a quick <laughs> few rundowns. I'd go into the rooms and put my fucking Guernsey on and get my ankle strapped. He was, he was sitting on the bench in a tracksuit and sneakers. Mind-boggling. I'm, I'm, I'm fucking uh, more confused that it was a planned thing. If they had said, "Look, um, yeah, uh, Lynchy." Should have been ready. Um, someone should have... He should have followed protocol. He should have been in his gear. Then it's on Lynch or whoever. But, but they said, no, we, we planned this. <laughs> we, we planned to fuck it up. I would have thought, I would have thought you go into a not, game not and you're hoping, you're hoping that you don't use your medical sub. Yeah. Yeah, but be fucking suited up and ready to go. But not only that, he was fucking injured too. <laughs> he couldn't. He could barely walk, let alone run. And they've... <laughs> I'm not sure that he was injured. He's no more injured than he's been for the last month. Give him a fucking rest then. Yeah, I agree. Can you stop agreeing me? We've got to find I'm not advo- I'm not advocating that uh, or he should not be the sub anyway. No. Like, well, either drop him or drop He him. wouldn't run out of sight on a dark night. <laughs> like, you need to... But was he being dropped for performance? Was he... There because he was well, injured. The coach said today in the presser that uh, that he, it was really important to have a senior senior leader on on that trip to Tassie. They can still be on that fucking trip and not be the emergency to play. Fuck me, drunk. Not going to be too critical of, of Mixie. Well, because he's been all right so far, but that's just yeah. But is that is that a is that a match committee? Is that a, is that a Nixie call? Fuck made that decision. Well, it was Nick's that fronted the media today, so... Yeah, it, was, it was always going to be him fronting the media, right? You're not going to send out fucking Mickey Godden to like a, a train wreck that Collingwood did with Ned Guy. <laughs> well, <laughs> you, you Adam Kelly. Adam Kelly. He's a footy boss, isn't he? Yeah. But he, he wouldn't be on day, uh, game day stuff, would he? He's in the box. Maybe you can ask him yourself because he's our next guest next week. <laughs> no, I'm only joking. Um, I don't think people probably would know who it was. <laughs> um, the maybe you'll disagree with me here. Fremantle, top eight, they'll play finals. No. Are you disagreeing just because? Want to no, they won't fucking make the eight. You've lost it. They've won four in a row. 
Only just lost to Melbourne. Where are they? I don't know. That's, that's five weeks ago. They're sitting six. Sitting six. Who are they playing next week then? Uh, let's have a look. Uh, they are playing... West Coast. West Coast, who are fucking on their knees at the moment. I'm going to... I'm going to have a look at the odds this week. I reckon Frio will, will make the eight. West Coast, maybe not. Their injury list of... You know when you see clubs' injury list, you go, fuck, their injury list is getting big. But uh, West Coast injury list is of quality too. <laughs> like They haven't got slouches. Yeah, there's some injured. good names it's, on it. It's not seven or eight of their starting 18. Yo, Shuey, now McGowan. Uh, Hearn. Um, there's another one there. Oh, Flying Ryan, Flying Ryan, uh, Kennedy, Petricelli. Uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, it was like Fussolini, Jerry, whatever his name is, Petricelli. Um, yeah, they got some quality on the pine injured, so they're going to go. They're going to face a rampant Frio. Who knows if that's going to be in front of three people or? No, it'd be or zero again. Forty-three thousand. None. Well, they've lifted the thing at midnight tonight. Yeah, right. And um, who knows what's going to happen? Maybe they have to wear masks, like like us fucking muppets here in Adelaide. Do you want to know what Frio's next five are? Yeah, far away. So obviously West Coast, then Brisbane at home, Essendon away, Sydney at home, Port Adelaide away. You pinch two there, you'd be happy. You'd be ecstatic. Pinch two. Yeah. They'll beat West Coast. Brisbane in Perth. They should win that. Mm. Essendon away. You'd think they'd drop that. Coin toss. Who knows? Sydney in Perth. I reckon they might pile enough games together to make the eight. What's it with twelve? Maybe thirteen this year. Who knows? Probably thirteen. Because you're two top... Well, maybe not 13, because if your two top sides are, are sitting on a lot of wins and barely any losses, it means that there's... It'll filter down, but Frio... Uh, Frio are, are coming. Frio are coming, mate. I've been saying that for about four years, but maybe they actually might actually come through for once. Um, now, one thing I want to quickly just... As we start to wrap up, um, I copped, copped a bit of heat on uh, Facebook because I said Petrarca is the best player in the comp and by that I mean right now maybe I should have written that because there's fuckwits that start quoting guys from four years ago you can laugh you don't have to hold your breath mate um, Petrarca best player in the comp right now changed my mind and everyone told me I was wrong but only one person Beats his meat, beats and um, said McRae, who I think is probably number two. Um, and he flashed up his stats. But the thing with McRae, though, a lot of his stats is a lot of sideways action. A lot of kicking sideways, getting a, getting his posies in the back half, whereas Petrarca, whew, look, look at him there. He's tackling. He's trying to get the footy. He's making something there, and uh, he goes forward, kicks goals. Um, his wank factor aside, his uh, 
his skills with the footy below his knees just pick up in, in one motion and go. And then when I, someone... I will, I will agree with that. What about when someone tackles him? He, do, he goes the fend off and you go, oh, fuck, what's he doing? But then he still manages to do a, a 180 or even 360, but then hit the target with a handball. He doesn't just throw it away. Um, I'm, I'm going the early crow. I reckon he's, uh, he's got a bit of a lead in the brown at the moment. Can't be in front of Tex, surely. Uh, yes, yes, he's in front of Tex. Huh? Someone wrote on there, I, th- I said Tex was the best player in the comp and now I'm saying Petrarca. Um, no, I wasn't. I was saying to people, if you need to have a wank tonight, here's your inspiration. And it was a photo of Tex after he kicked his sixth goal. Can't believe you talk like that. Huh? Oh. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> you know exactly what I'm talking about. And, and mum's not listening to this because she never does because doesn't support me like my other brother. Um, but uh, <laughs> he, I got a message from mum that night. Luke, you know what she say? Have a good night, darling. Go the crows. Probably shouldn't write that stuff on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> said, I'm, I'm not 12. I can do what the fuck I want. Helen's right. <laughs> Oh, multiple people said they'd belt it off to that picture. So yeah, well, good good luck to them. Two fifty, the Dockers to make the eight. Keep gamble responsibly, Lukey. Uh, not enough to probably punch it through. Do you know Petrarca went from nine dollars at the start of the game, then he was eight dollars <laughs> at three quarter time. After the game, six dollars. So he's moved in three dollars. What was he this <laughs> morning? I think he's still six bucks. Second favourite. Dusty favourite. Which, I know the, 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 the odds are out there on where the money's coming from, generally. So it means there's obviously a lot of money on Dusty, but he hasn't done a whole lot to, to warrant him being favourite, and he's going to be out this week, and he would have got no votes that week too. So it's, uh, it's an open year this year. And I reckon he'll miss more than a week. Why? Why? Was the head knock his only injury? What are you saying? There was something else. Hmm. Maybe. Like what? Wasn't there? No, I don't think there was. I think it was oh. the knock. Or the, or the fact that he was struggling to get a kick. And uh, <laughs> they said, here, take that head knock you had and just get off the field, champ. No, he, he, copped, he copped the head knock. They did the, um, you know what? They should have done the test of Dusty, like at two a.m. on Chapel Street, and then <laughs> when he gets a head knock, it just puts him back in the zone and <laughs> he'll nail it. C B A D C E A A B C D. No worries, pass your test. There's one more side that we maybe should talk about that we don't want to let off. St Kilda. Rat looked like he aged um, three years in the last three weeks, but they're uh, they're in all sorts at the moment. Sixteenth, and not don't look like winning right now, do they? No, and but there's not even one position where you go, oh, if he lifts, you know, they'll be all right, mm. or or they he could. Lead some sort of revival. Look, 
just, know what? This, this is this is why AFL footy, why it is the best game in the world because we have our final series. Do that. There are there is going to be a side from that bottom four or six that will make a late charge and may make finals, may not, may jump everyone and 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 do something because there's always someone that does. So it could be St Kilda. Won't be Collingwood. Won't be North. Um, actually, before we close out, did you see who uh, North Melbourne picked a young Scotch lad, Tommy Power? Played every game for him so far. 25 touches, 9 or 10 marks again on the weekend. Um, is the other guy they took at pick four, who... At the time, they had Logan McDonald available on the table, a key forward which they sort of need, desperately need. They took Phillips, and he's a kid, yeah, but he's 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 well, we're six games in, can't be too harsh, but he's finding it hard to get going. Um, McDonald obviously got dropped, but he's a key forward. He's going to come in and out in Sydney side this year. But uh, Tommy Powell slipped down to what pick twelve. 13, 14? I was hoping he was going to be available for Adelaide's second pick, but um, North Melbourne took him. He's fucking dominating early. Getting a lot of positives. I think he's, he's 18, uh, running around with men. So, Tommy Powell. And like you... Well done, lad. And like you say, that he's done that. Well, he's in that age bracket, but, but the mm. bloke that they took when... I don't think he, he didn't play league footy last year either, really. Um, he played mainly his 18s and resis. Um, had, I think he averaged 36 disposals for the year. Was he Matt Powell's son? Yeah, oh. yeah Matt Powell's son. So he, um, yeah, he's dominated, dominating early. And if he's, re- if, he's getting, if he's getting this amount of footy at the age of 18, fuck, he's going to be scary at 25, 26. They've got a real, real good find there. Someone they took um, probably a little bit earlier than people thought it was going to go. So, yeah, mate, you're, you're having a yawn there. Yeah, it's been a big day. It has. It's been a lot to to siphon through, um, footy wise. It's been um, it's a bit weird having the, the public holiday here with no footy on. So there's only there's a handful of states that gave it the public holiday, a handful that didn't. Yeah. Therefore, no footy on today. Um, would have been good to have Yeah, so it's no no public holiday in Victoria today. Jeez, it's a bit Victorian-centric, the AFL, wouldn't you have thought? Just because there's a public well, holiday in Victoria. It's no only problem. just occurred to you that the <laughs> AFL is Victorian-centric? <laughs> Jeez, we keep, people would think we're the biggest fuckwits going on about that, and we will keep going on about that for, for a very long time. Um, stuff it. But, um, mate, we'll... Uh, Good not to be back. Good nice to have a to cancel Thursday night games just to give the VFL some clean air for Thursday night footy. I did see that. I don't reckon they'd... I don't think the AFL will give us stuff about what the Waffle or Sample are doing. I was having a few beers with a few boys watching that game. I was up there watching. Um, and Jamar Ugo Hagen, he'll be surely walking into uh, the Bulldog side this week. Had five, should have been six or seven. Hogan kick four. We'd so come in and Hugo Hagen come in and replace uh, English, would he? I think that is exactly what will happen. English out and uh, 
Dougal Hagen straight in for his debut and let the kid off the fucking leash. Let him go. Forget Josh Bruce. Yeah, we kicked 10 against North Melbourne. He's a fuck. He's a dunce. Get him out. Get Ugu in. Start planning for the future while you're hot. They probably didn't think they were going to be 6-0 and as well. So, um, What should we close out with tonight? Something soft? Something upbeat? Something upbeat. Something upbeat. Um, what have I got here? What have we got? Got the Gold Coast... Uh Club song. Is that Gold Coast or someone else? Thought it was Carlton. Huh? Thought it was Carlton. Oh, and before we go, sitting there talking about Tommy Power. Jai Farah. Oh. Oh. Had another day out. Mate, the kid has fucking landed. Another Halls Creek boy, another boy out of the Scotch College Old Collegians amateur system. <laughs> Gotta keep keep claiming that, but um, yeah, Jai Farah, fucking top kid, and it's amazing to see him succeeding, getting into the AFL a different way. Um, loving the old Farah. All right, we're gonna close. <laughs> Jai, if you're listening, I'll cry with you soon. Hopefully, mate. Um, <laughs> if uh, let's get the music going, um, I reckon we'll just get a bit of a thirty seconds of Mars to close it out. Uh, good chat, mate, and. Uh, We'll speak to you all soon.
fuck, I wish that Himmelberg girl had a main pipe. <laughs> 